Welcome to the MCA All-Star Podcast, where we talk about all things operations so you can build the best real estate brokerage in this ever-changing industry. Today, we've got a great interview lined up for you, where we learn from one of the top operational leaders in the game. So break open your notebook, sit back, and enjoy the show. All right. Well, I'm really excited because uh, my good friend Russ is here, Russ Nolting. And um, Russ, you are not an MCA. You're right. the, you're like the first non-MCA person <laughs> that we've even had on here. And some people are just like, wait, what? Herb is you know bringing the, like, so tell us who you are. What roles do you have at the company? Uh, and yeah, tell, tell us all about you. Awesome. Um, my name is Russ Nolting. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. My my first and, and primary intro to KW is as an agent. Uh, I joined the company in 2010, kind of thinking that um, I would be an agent at KW forever. I had never contemplated leadership in real estate. Uh, in 2012, I, I took an interim team leader role at the uh, KW St. Louis Market Center. And uh, that that interim role lasted for uh, just shy of 10 years. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was interim, interim the whole time. Interim. But yeah. yeah, I was just going to help for a little bit. Yeah. And um, so so I, I currently am a MAPS leadership coach, coaching team leaders and OPs. Uh, I am still an agent, um, still selling houses. Uh, I'm the operating principal at KW Chesterfield in the St. Louis metro area, and I'm the regional director for KW Colorado. Wow. I've never been an MCA, yeah. but there was about a month where I didn't have an MCA, and I and I kind of kind of was an MCA for about a month. So, so you were an interim MCA. Okay, so it's still an interim MCA, but yeah, that, that, that really <laughs> <Yeah>. was interim. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, wow. That is a lot of hats that you have going on and yeah. maybe some other time we can talk about like how you do all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, today though, the reason that, uh, that I asked you to, to spend some time with me today is because you guys have, uh, or at least what I've heard is that you have a lot of traction with getting agents into training, into your team meetings. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. What are you all seeing around that? Um, Gosh, I have so many. Um, well, let me say this as a as a preliminary comment. Um, my views on getting people into training are changing and evolving every day. Mm. Um, I will tell you. I'll tell you kind of where I am on this topic right now. It's super important to me. It's important to me because you know our perspective, um, which I won't be able to quote perfectly. But our perspective is that we're a training, coaching, and technology company, blah, 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 that happens to be in real estate, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think we got to be really focused on training. And that's got to that's got to be a big part of what we do every day at Keller Williams. And, um, but man, you know, it's, it's, it's almost the middle of 2023. Mm-hmm. And if I... If I had to guess, I would say that most leaders at KW are still trying to figure out when is it going to feel like pre-pandemic training yeah. like it used to. Yeah. And um, 
and something I've been working on kind of upstairs lately is maybe it's never going to ever be like that again. Mm. And, and, and so what really is training like for the future? Um, so, so I say that because everything that we're doing right now, I'm not a hundred percent certain is what we're going to do tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> because even though we are getting some traction to use your term from a moment ago, yeah. um, man, it still doesn't feel like it did back in, you know, yeah. the glory days of market center training in 2016, 17, 18, 19, and, and the first three months of 20. Yeah. Um, um, but here's what I'll say a couple, couple things. Like I think of training, um, like, I think like there's three, three groups for training. There are, there are people that are, are, um, are launching in this business. Mm -hmm. There are people that uh, we call them like the group that are arriving. And then, um, and then we've got people that are in the business and they're, and they're maybe even capping, but they're not killing it. And so I call them the group that are surviving. And then we have the group that are, that are thriving. And, um, and I think that we have to really make sure that we are addressing all of their needs. And in my current roles as, you know, a regional director of a, of a, of a geographically small region, the state of Colorado is my region. So I treat it like a market center, really, mm -hmm. or in my market center of, of almost 400 agents, um, my focus as OP there and as RD and the other is to focus on that group that's thriving. Because I think that they're the group that um, they sell the most real estate, they attract other people. And, um, and so one, one simple principle that I have is um, something has to be on the calendar every week. And like in my market center, what has been successful for us is if you walk in the market center on Wednesday at 1130, you're going to get something. Okay. I love it's that. Not, Pardon me. I was just saying, I love that. Is that your, what is that? Is that your team meeting? Is that, is that like a class or just, that's just the philosophy? That's the philosophy. So um, my market center is unique in that we are, we are um, a virtual market center that is physically enhanced. So we have a building for almost 400 agents, but it's 6,500 square feet. Okay. There are no private offices. Wow. And, um, and we did that because, uh, the lease came up during COVID and, you know, frankly, we went from almost 30 grand a month to $7,500 a month. Wow. And, um, and, you know, we sold, we sold more real estate during COVID than ever with nobody in the private, with nobody coming into their private offices Yeah. and a decision was made to try something different, um, and so we kind of reconfigured what a market center mm -hmm. provides. So um, what we provide is um, one day a week where we want all the top performers to show up. And um, I say 1130 because it kind of, that's our typical start time. Sometimes, yeah. you know, two weeks ago, we brought a maps coach in Chris Lindquist. Um, he taught a formal class when with sellers 
And uh, that was a nine to four event, but it was done on a Wednesday and it was done, you know, using that same idea. Yeah. Um, this week, what did we do this week? Oh, we brought in our regional tech trainer from the greater okay. Heartland region. And he did a tech class on how to lead generate um, today without spending any money. Because we think that lead generation yeah. and expense management are key topics for that thriving group. Yeah. Um, next week, we're doing a lead generation panel. We're bringing in four of our top performers to talk about their unique approach to lead gen. The week after that, we're bringing in digitally. So all of those things that I've been describing, all of those were live physical bodies. Okay. The week after that, we're bringing in a MAPS life coach to talk about burnout and um, work-life balance, which is okay. a key topic. Yeah. Um, I'm sharing those topics with you because, you know, we have good data on what what works uh, in today's, like what people want today. In fact, um, I just was on a thing earlier and I was sharing uh from mega leadership camp yeah uh, page 85 so those who are crushing the business that's the group I call thriving yeah um they want to learn about attracting great people attracting and retaining great people so that's like the career visioning conversation yeah. business model and expense management and I and I addressed that in Wednesday's training with the RTT expense management manage leads lead gen yeah uh, build wealth and life balance. So we're making certain that every time we do one of these Wednesday events, that we are hitting what people want to hear about. Because the last thing you want to do is spend a ton of time working on a training calendar only to find out that nobody cares about yeah. the content. So, um, and we also, of course, do our own internal surveying on like, what do you guys want? Okay. So um, the reason for the Wednesday is it just gives a predictability to the calendar. It's like, you know, um, people go to their, their worship services on Saturdays or Sundays and they get kind of used to it. And, you yeah. know, like I'm going to be habitual. at my church on at 1030 on Sundays and we're probably going to be late, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> and, um, and that becomes a rhythm. So I yeah. think people get attached to certain rhythms. Mine is 1130 on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. I like that too. Cause it, you know, and I don't know if this is what you, what came up when you guys were picking that day yet. It's like, Hey, you know what? We're, we're in the middle of the week. You know, maybe people are, are in a slump energetically. And so yeah. it's like, Hey, we just need something in the middle of the week to pick people back up. Yeah. Um. So I love that. Yeah, Wednesday, it, it, it actually came because um, we used, first, first, at some point we were talking a lot at KW about Wealth Building Wednesday. And I was like, you know what, let's teach on Wednesdays. Um, Wednesday is nice for us because uh, Monday is often a holiday. Friday become like my Friday is going to become a holiday in about 30 minutes. Um, yeah. And, and uh, so Wednesday is a day when almost everybody can work. Yeah. And, um, it, it, yeah. it just, it just works for us. It's a consistent day. Yeah. And it's so, I, I love that you put it that way. It's like, it's a rhythm and it's, yeah. that's great.
And I, what I heard you say too is like you guys are really purposeful about the the three groups, right? Arriving, surviving, and thriving. And you're just looking at that and saying like, okay, what what does this group want? Do we have that on there? Is that so? Did I hear that right? Do you guys have separate like? Do you have separate training for everybody uh, on that same day? Like, how does that work? No. Um. So if you're arriving, then you're you've got daily something. Okay. Um, you've got Ignite, you've got coaching, you've got how to use the tech, you've got um, broker uh, contracts and, and that kind of stuff. So the arriving curriculum kind of runs um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Because if okay. you're arriving, you can show up for thriving. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, the surviving is um, lumped in a lot with the top level training as well but um it's all the rest of the stuff that's not um how to read the contract or how to open open a key box okay it's, it's the rest of the classes i like i like the top agent training um or the or the whoops thriving training i like it on wednesdays also because um it 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 gets us um it gets us consistent with our busiest people. It also answers the question of, do you know anybody that might be interested in, in uh, joining Keller Williams? Mm. Um, if, if somebody says to me, I would love for you to meet my friend at insert company, I'll say, why don't you bring them on Wednesday at 1130? And I can always say that even if I don't remember what's on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is going to sound kind of strange, but well, maybe not also kind of the reset day for the market center. And what I mean by that is, um, and this is getting granular, but all of my staff is there on Wednesdays. We are all dressed better than the rest <laughs> of the days. Yeah. Um, everything is designed to be like perfect on Wednesdays. Okay. The refrigerator is stocked on Wednesdays. Hmm. Um, uh, the flowers are, are, you know, the flowers are changed out. I'm not in my market center, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but, the, but the bouquet of flowers at the front desk is always upgraded on Wednesdays. Okay. And, and, and we kind of make sure that people see Wednesday as showtime. And that's yeah. something that I like, I'll walk in the building and I'm on Wednesday and I'm like, it's showtime, you know, which means yeah. the music's on, the light, lights are right, the trash is taken care of, all the stuff that we might ignore on a busy Monday or a, a lazy Friday mm. is is freshened and, and, and put together on Wednesdays. That's so interesting. I don't think I've ever thought about or heard about that. And I think that's clever. And, and that may be unique to us having a virtual office that's physically enhanced because- yeah. You know, we don't see people five days a week ever. Right. I mean, and so when they come in, it has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's so interesting. By the way, there's plenty of flex space. So people, there are people that are there Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I just want everything to be reset on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's like, like you said, this is showtime. Like we're, yeah. we're on stage now. It's Wednesday, right? Yeah. I love that. Do you, um, well, you're not, I don't know how old you are, Herb, but when I was a kid, there was this show called Fantasy Island. Yeah. And uh, it was, <laughs> that was on, before my time. <laughs> that is before your time. But um, there's this guy, Mr. Rourke, 
Okay. And he always had people come to his fantasy island and they might like, they have these weird dreams and weird things happen. I don't remember. It was a little psychedelic. Yeah. But, um, but uh, his little sidekick, Toto, T Toto, Tet, I don't know. I think his name was Toto. Yeah. He would say the plane's coming, you know, and Mr. Rourke would say smiles, everyone smiles. And I, yeah. and I think about that on Wednesdays. Cause like, yeah, it's showtime and everybody needs to look good. And we put our white suits on and, and we're ready for fantasy. Island, so, so, okay. So that's what you're doing. Like it's showtime. All right. Yep. Office looks really good. Um, you know, we know we're going to have people. Is that like, I don't know. Is it, is it just that simple where you're like, okay, we pick a day, we have a set time. We, you know, we, we've got training for this thriving and surviving group Wednesday. Is, is that all you guys did? Like, how did you get people there? Well, okay. So a couple of things I think are important. Um, the training has to be good. Okay. And you'll notice, like I said, this month, like we've had two maps coaches, mm -hmm. um, one, one we brought in one we're zooming in. Um, we like to have outside experts, but not just anybody like they got to be good. Yeah. And, uh, so we vet, we vet the training, um, carefully. Okay. What does um, that look like? That looks like, um, like we get calls as leadership, you know, I'd love to do your team meeting or I'd love to show up for something. Um, we say no more than we say yes. Like we want, yeah. if, if someone is highly recommended, they can get on the schedule. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, and I'm using like, you know, my connections at KW, my MAPS coaches, my team leader is a MAPS coach also. Mm -hmm. Um uh, like we're using our connections to make sure we have good people. Yeah. And we're asking a lot of favors. Okay. And we maintain relationships, you know, to that end um, to, to make sure that we can, when we need somebody, get them. Yeah. Uh, so we bring in a lot of experts. We highlight top agents inside our market center. And we will even go to other surrounding market centers because people love the success leaves clues mm -hmm. interviews. Yeah. So um, experts coming in, highlighting top people, whether it's a panel or, a, or a, an agent interview. Um, typically once a month, we do some sort of market update, which is a big attractor. Okay. People, people want to know what's going on in the market. Yeah. And I typically lead that. And um, the deal with that is, um, I carefully research what's going on in the market. I put a PowerPoint together. It's good. It's recorded. And you get the slides when you walk out the door. So like, I see it as a, a value thing. And, and, and it's our version of Gary Keller's vision speech at Mega Camp and at um, Family Reunion, which, you know, we're modeling constantly off of that kind of stuff. Like yeah. if it's happening on stage with Gary or Mark, um, it's going it, to, we're going to copy something like that. Okay. Um, so, so a lot of this is about like, how do we create an event that people want to go to? Um, the other thing we like to do is series. So like we're running a series right now on um, it's called lean into luxury and we are bringing in luxury agents via zoom. So it's free from all around the country, but 
the reason is we're pushing on luxury and um and people people like series they like predictable kinds of things and, and you know you go you go to the first installment of lean into luxury and you kind of feel like you need to go to the next one and so we, okay. we like to do that kind of stuff as well um is there a so, reason you guys honed in on luxury um we're we're in a luxury um we're in a market that is like one standard deviation above average okay. and there is in our city um um PW has lost a lot of agents to some luxury firms that moved into our market. Got it. And we are repositioning in the luxury space. Um, and so we're making a strong movement to become to become the luxury brokerage in town. Um, so for example, we we like if you get a luxury listing in my market center, all your marketing is done for free. We take care okay. of everything. Wow. Uh, we install your sign. We take your sign down. We do your social media for it. Like we have a full luxury package. Um, mm -hmm. We do your, um, we do luxury um, um, uh, statistical analyses every week. Um, so we do a lot of luxury stuff and we're, and we're bringing the training for it as well so that our luxury yeah. agents are, uh, outfitted. I, I don't want to lose another agent to the luxury house. And it's not just my yeah. market center. It's all the market centers in, in our area. We've kind of been raked over well, the coals a little bit in that area. What I love about that though, is that it's like, you know, you, you guys did an analysis and you said, look, this is our market. And here's kind of what we're seeing. Agents are, they're voting with their feet around. Yeah. And so we're going to, we're going to shore that up and here's how we're going to do that. So um, that's kind of why I asked that. I was just kind of curious, like, you know, it sounds like you guys are really purposeful about the training that you do provide. And even with that one, you were just like, no, yeah. it's gotta be luxury. And here's why. Um, yeah, it, that's, that's, that's exactly it. And, you know, it's, um, the training is always, you know, there's always two, two purposes. It's, it's help our agents sell more real estate, make more money, mm -hmm. but it's also attract the right agents, attract the agents that we want. Yeah. And um, so, so when we look at something like loss to a particular firm um, and, and, and if, and if we see, gosh, that was due to some gaps on our side, then we're going to make those adjustments and make them quickly. Yeah. So um there's something else I was going to, hmm, I lost it, but, All right. um, oh, it, 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 the other, the other piece of it is, um, we, we bribe our agents to come in. Like yeah. <laughs> we get, you know, so, so Wednesday is training, but it's also lunch. Okay. And, um, and, uh, and it's not just like the usual Domino's pizza kind of thing. Like, like we have nice, nice lunches, nice stuff. We don't allow vendors to bring certain food and, um, and we make it fun. You know, we give things away. We have, you know, we incentivize people to come in and, 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 and going along the back end of that, when we have a full house, 
Um, we are taking pictures like, you know, like I assign, I have one assigned staff person who goes around and just, you know, covers pictures and, yeah. um, and we post that because we we're creating a, a fear of missing out and, um, and that creates more success as it rolls along. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So, so you guys are really purposeful about what you bring in. You're really focused on making sure that you bring in people who can deliver. Um, is it, is this one of those things where it's like, you got to build it and then they'll come like, what, what was that experience for you guys when you started this? Like, did it, did it kick off and right away you had a lot of people there or was it sort yeah. of a slow buildup? No, I mean, we're still building it. We're still having, you know, little things that don't work. Um, but what we're finding is that, um, it's slowly like it, it's, it slowly starts to snowball over time. Um, we definitely have some, like we brought in somebody recently and I thought the class was great and like, you know, nobody showed up. Oh, and really? Friends, yeah. And, and, and cause of the, cause it was poorly marketed. The topic mm. was wrong. Um, I think it's something that every, I was like, gosh, everybody should be here for this, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's, so it, it, it's, it's challenging to, um, to knock it out of the park, but, um, I, I'm a strong believer that with a market center, you know, slow and steady wins the race. So you just, mm. you just keep plugging. I, I, I texted my team leader, um, Krista Staub this morning and said like, what's on the docket for, 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 uh, June and like, she gave me the list and we made some adjustments and because yeah. um, we're really trying to like make sure we're, we're pushing on what's working and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that. So, I mean, what I'm hearing in that is that, uh, you know, even, even doing this, as long as you guys have, there's still, there's still classes, there's still opportunity. Um, and so it's like, if you're listening to this, you know, and, and you just had that class where nobody showed up. It's like, that's okay. You know, we're just yeah. going to pick ourselves up and we're going to keep going. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of it. You know, uh, I've got an, uh, an event in Denver next week. Um, you know, and I've got about half the people signed up that should be there. Mm. Um, like based on our, our capacity and whatnot. And mm -hmm. I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know, I've got about a hundred seats that I need to fill still between now and Wednesday. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and we will fill those seats, but we will fill it by, you know, nonstop communication between now and Wednesday, discounting yeah. tickets, doing, doing all the things that we have to do to fill the seats. Cause the topic is getting more listings and, you know, we're in an industry right now where, where that's our biggest challenge, I think. And, um, so, you know, constantly pushing. How are you seeing like, so I, I want to, there's two things I want to dig into. Um, one is you mentioned before, like you're, you're really focused on bringing valuable training to your top people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything that you feel like, you know, obviously you're really purposeful about looking hyper-local, you know, what's, what's relevant to your local market. Is there anything that you would say is maybe even universal to other market centers listening in? Like what, 
what should they be looking at to do that, to add value to their top people? Um, so, so I'll say this, I think that when I look at training calendars and I look at them all the time, um, I see a lot of things that don't matter on them. Um, I used to get criticized as a team leader because every single team meeting I interview, so like we would have a, a monthly team meeting. I was always interviewing somebody. I had um, eight questions that I asked those people. Mm -hmm. And they were always the same eight questions. Now, yeah. of course, like I asked them in a, in a flow, so it didn't sound like that. But yeah. the point of the questions was always, how do we get more listings, get them priced properly and get them sold? And I remember uh, 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 some agents came up to me one time and they're like, hey, you know, we're buyer's agents and or, 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 you know, and we're either officially buyer's agents or we like to do buyers. Why don't you ever interview buyers? Mm. And um, and I and I and I ended up interviewing them a few weeks later, a few months later. But but here's what stood out to me. Um, real estate runs on listings. Like that's what matters. And <laughs> I've got great friends who are buyer's agents and I wish them all the best. But if a market center does not figure out how to take more listings this year than last year, then we are in trouble. Mm. And um, we will not have anything for our buyer's agents to sell. Yeah. So I feel like the vast majority of training in a real estate market center should be on how to get more listings. Yeah. So when we teach tech, we teach the tech that helps us get more listings. When we talk about mindset, burnout, life balance, it's all under the um, umbrella of so that we can get more listings. Yeah. Every conversation eventually moves around to that. Do people ever and, get tired of that? Like, is it, <laughs> well, I mean, they, aside from the buyer's agents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they do get tired of it, but that's the product that we're selling. Yeah. So, well, and I, I guess what I'm hearing in that is like that, that's the job. And like, as leadership, we've got to just like, get, get real and get right with that. Yeah. Right. It's like, cause I think sometimes I'm hearing this and I'm going like, man, I could see myself as a leader going like, well, we did that last week or we did that last month. Right. Or we talked about, you know, and then you just sort of, there's that, that human nature, that instinct, that's like, well, let's go, what's something new? What's something fresh? Yeah. And yeah. we'll go find that. And what I'm hearing you say is like, and it's not that you don't do things new or fresh, but you're even the things that are new or fresh, you're doing that and connecting it back to the old message, which is like, yeah, it's still listings. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and we sell it in different ways. It's, it's lead gen or listings. Mm -hmm. Time management so that you have time to lead gen for listings. <laughs> it's pricing strategies so that you can get your listings sold. It's marketing to get your listing. It all, it all gets there. We may name it different things, but yeah, I look at people and in, in, I look at markets. I watched a team meeting today. Um, I, I just zipped through it. Mm -hmm. and, um, somebody, it, it got in my inbox. I won't tell you how. And um, I looked at it and I was like, vendor, vendor, broker talking about stuff, tech guy talking about stuff. 
And like, this is a one hour team meeting and it never yeah. got around to how do you go out and get a, get some inventory? Mm. And I thought, you know, I don't know. I, I number one, wouldn't be able to sit through that. But um, when a vendor speaks 20 minutes at a team meeting, like you, you think someone's going to want to come back to that? Like, mm. No offense to our vendors. We need them and we love them, but that is secondary. It's secondary yeah. to give me a tip right now so I can go out and get get some, some more business. Is there a way, um, and this is fun because I'm like, I don't know, this could go either way. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe the answer is no, <laughs> but I'm just curious. Like you, know, you talk about vendors. Is there a way to have a vendor talk like, where it would connect back to li to listings, like, and you know, how do you screen for that? Yeah, I mean, th that's well, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Yeah, uh, I give my vendors two minutes to talk, and that's it. Okay, like I'm rigid about it, um, yeah. and I and I literally like stand in the back of the. They can talk at the very end of the meeting. I go like this, and if they get to three minutes, I walk up to the front and say, and uh, lunch is in the back, and you can talk to the vendor during lunch, and then we end the meeting, because okay. you know, I'm a super concerned about wasting my time thing. Yeah, um, I will let a vendor come in and do a lunch and learn, okay. but it's not going to be at my top agent event. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. Um, something else I wanted to add, and... and um, so I told you about our Wednesday, like big stuff. Yeah. The other thing that we do that I think is really helpful for getting people to come to training is um, the, the non-training stuff. So mm. like we do, um, I think it's called whiskey and walkthrough. And oh, yeah. it's um, like a, every other month, um, evening, open bar, food music at a nice listing and okay. this is um non like it's non-curriculum it's invite only it's only top 20 percent and mm. anybody from outside the company that they want to bring um in other words like co-ops okay um but it's a way to get our top people connected and it fits into the wednesday training because you know, the more they spend time with each other out there, they'll, they'll want to see each other in here. Mm. So, so that's like a, like an added value, um, uh, for, for the top agents. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. And then we do like quarterly lunches that, um, do the same kind of thing, more like, uh, here's what we're working on as a market center. Here's where we're heading. Here are the projects. Give me some feedback in, in a, in a nice lunch. Okay. So that's sort of like a, almost like a state of the company, but like you said that was monthly or quarterly quarterly at a country club over lunch. Okay. Is that invite only as well? Like who's going to that? Yeah. These are top 20% things. Okay. So we have a strong, um, the training anybody can attend, but, but like, like I text the top 20 every for every Wednesday event, for every um, open house walkthrough, whiskey and walkthrough, for every top agent thing. So they get that's how they learn about those things. Yeah. Um, what we're really concerned about is their attendance. Right. Yeah. I mean, those are your top people. Um, yeah. Okay. So the other thing I, I really wanted to pick your brain around was um, 
So your 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 team, your support team, what what are what role are they playing in this? Right? If I'm if I'm an MCA, I'm listening to this call right now. What should I be hearing and saying like, okay, I can go do this with my team to to drive more people to my training to my events? Yeah. Um so 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 there's a few there's a few things um one thing that i think that we we don't do enough of is we don't do enough of helping our teams our our leadership teams really understand the why behind everything so we follow the 827 stand up practice that mark talks about a lot mm -hmm. um we do appointments gross value on Wednesday. It's perfect because yeah. the value conversation comes on the day when we're going to have a full house mm -hmm. um, net company dollar uh, profitability. Um, I, I do, I, as the OP spend a lot of time talking to my leadership team about the financials in the market center. For example, we do soft close on Thursday so that at the 827, I can run everybody through the financials on Friday. Mm. I do that because I don't think it's fair for me to expect the front desk person to understand the why behind getting people to show up to training on Wednesday if he or she does not understand the bigger picture of, of commissions, agent dollars, company dollar, approved expenses, profit and profit share. Like if they don't get all of that, then it, it's really hard to connect the dots of why we're doing it. Cause I mean, you think about it, like you walk into our, our environment and we're like, you know, talking about how do we get X percentage of our people to show up for something? And they're like, who cares? Like why? So, yeah. so we're very tight in terms of like making sure that they understand how the business operates and the importance of engagement and agent as client um, and agent voting with their feet, like you talked about a moment ago. Um, so, so here's how that works. Um, I make sure that we have scripts that are, are clear for everybody. They know what's coming up, who's gonna be doing it, what it's going to be about. So for example, if you walk into the market center um, today to pick up a commission check or to have a closing, you might um, be greeted with, um, hey, it's so great to see you. Are you coming Wednesday? And it's just a subtle thing, but you know, the agents, they don't read their emails. So, right. <laughs> you know, and, and I need my front desk person to know yeah. that on Wednesday, we're gonna be interviewing Lance, Julie, Joe and Angie on referral, um, you know, getting agent referrals, getting internet leads, getting um, SOI and the fourth person, I can't remember what they're doing, but you get the point. Like yeah, yeah. they need to understand the event so that they can pitch it. Mm -hmm. And so that they understand that um, by their attendance, by the agent's attendance, they will come up with specific strategies on how to get another commission. Right. Get another yeah. So 
so we can all work better on our with our with with scripting for our teams. Yeah. Um I interviewed my ALC back in like 2015 and I said, "How come you're not giving me four leads a month?" Yeah. That thing we talk about in the ALC clinic. And one of my ALC members said to me cuz I don't know what to say. When I call people, they turn me down and I used to get rejected as an agent. I figured out how to not get rejected as an agent, but I am sick of getting rejected as a a recruiter for you. Yeah. So proper scripting is really important and we yeah. can do a great job of that. Um, my staff calls through and invites people to things all the time, whether they are these training events or social things or whatever. Um, and we're very careful on making sure that they know exactly what to say yeah. and how to sell it. Um, my team makes certain that we have two major graphics going at all times. One graphic is all the Wednesday stuff for the next month. So it's just a, mm -hmm. it's a rolling graphic with, you know, next week's event, the next week, the next week, and the next week, all the pictures of the speakers. And it constantly is updated with the next thing. And then the one graphic for just the upcoming event. Okay. And, um, and that's getting texted out. It's getting um, communicated. I think we use like, or like email, Facebook, or social media. Yeah, we do like one of those text blast things too. Okay. Um, so it, they're calling, yeah. they're sending out the graphics, they're creating the graphics, they're sending out the graphics, they're using appropriate scripts. Um, and they're and they're constantly saying, Can't wait to see you on Wednesday, can't wait to see you on Wednesday, can't wait to see you on Wednesday. Mm. I love that. Something that you said, I think it's just it's such a, a nuance. And yet I think it does make all the difference. It's like, you know, we, we know that agents aren't going to, you know, read our email or see the text or notice what we posted on social media. And yet sometimes we operate as if we're surprised by that. Right. Right. It's just like, they didn't come to that training. Didn't they see their email? It's like, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I think it's, um, it's still important to do those things, to send it out an email, to text it, right? Because yeah. it, it's almost like a branding thing at that point, yeah. right? It's that, yeah. And we, we coach this to our agents, right? Around their 36 touch, around their database. And yet as a market center, we got to operate the same way. For sure. Um, and I'll say this, um, it's funny. My, my team leader called one of my top 20 percenters recently and she said, hey, are you coming to the, the Wednesday event? And um, the person said, um, I'll come, I, I, I'll respond to Russ when he texts me. About yeah. <laughs> it. And, and it was really funny because I use the Reach app. I'm like, okay, my favorite app ever is, is Reach, and uh, which you can find at reach.app.com. And, um, and I've got my, you know, all my different groups in it. And um, I make sure that um, I'm like pulling it up here, but I've got this group called um, 886 Top Agents and th that's, you know, all of my top people. So they get a text from me every Friday with the weekly newsletter mm -hmm. and it'll have a graphic for the next event. Um, and uh, in fact, my next event is actually 
Tuesday night. Um, and so I've already got the graphic whiskey and walkthroughs. Um, but it's 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 loaded in there. So they're gonna today get um from me next event uh, a link to the newsletter, which they're not which goes to their email, which they're not gonna read, but they will right. might they might read it on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then just like a happy weekend thing. Mm -hmm. And then on Tuesday I'll, or Monday, I'll say, don't forget about Wednesday's event. Yeah. So um, so I send two reaches a week um, and and my admin just updates me with the top 20 yeah. you know, every couple of weeks. Yeah. And I think it's it's funny, right? Like we we act as if we're not engaging with people who have other things to do. Right. And it's like, yeah, if we just assume that our top people are busy, then we've got to show up differently. We've got to make sure that we're reminding, make sure that we're, you know, yeah, you know, fighting for that, that mind share. Um, so I love that. And, um, and, and here's something else I'll say. Um, and this is maybe somewhat controversial, but um, my top, 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 top agents, um, they're too busy to come to training. Hmm. And I got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And um, and and I hear a lot of people saying, "Well, I just can't get the absolute top." It's funny in my market center, my top team and my number two team. If the rainmakers aren't there for most of these, probably for sixty percent of these events, someone is there. Yeah. But but um, I hear a lot of my maps clients. They'll say to me, "Like, how do I get the top top couple agents to show up?" And I'm like don't like they are busy they are out getting listings and you need them to keep doing that yeah. and if they won't show up for that then then um then get a reservation for two at the nice restaurant in town and take them out for that or grab some croissants and coffees and show up at their office like you yeah. may have to yeah meet them where they are to meet them where they are because um they don't want to come to an hour long meeting. I mean, Herb, do you want to go to an hour long meeting? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, none of us do, but, yeah. but so, so you figure out how to meet your top, top people wherever they are. Yeah. And, uh, I love that. Yeah. Um, so in the interest of time there, this is great. I, I feel like I could pick your brain all day long uh, <laughs> and I want to respect your time. So, yeah. um, Anything that we didn't talk about, anything I didn't ask you about that I should have around this? Um, I mean, man, we've hit a lot of things. Um, I'll tell you, let me, let, may I tell you what I think? Yeah. Um, what, where I think we're heading in terms of training? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Um. I think we're heading towards much shorter events. Mm. Um, I shared with you that one of the maps coaches did an amazing job teaching win with sellers. Mm -hmm. I was across the hall doing my thing in my office. I popped in a few times, but man, I was sitting there thinking who, who wants to sit with a book in front of them from nine to four mm. and talking about the same thing the whole time and it was good it was they mixed in activities and all that kind of stuff but but i really um so i'm having a, a maps coach come out to colorado next week mm -hmm. she was supposed to teach win with sellers Vache, mm -hmm. you you know Vache. yeah yeah um so so i called my um 
leadership together and I said, why are none of you signing up for this? And they said, our people are just sick of it. It's too much. So I called, I said, what do you want? They said, we want panels. We want people that are boots on the ground doing the thing. We want short. We want um, half day or a couple hours or an hour. Yeah. So I called Vishay and I said, and she's amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. She coaches bold if anybody needs a bold coach. Yeah. Um, I said, Vishay, I can't wait to pay you to come out to Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> but you are not teaching women with sellers. Yeah. We are changing it. It's going to be called the listing masterclass. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to give out, we're not going to print any materials. We are not going to sit in front of books. Um, we are going to do something that is fast paced. I said, what are your three favorite things to talk about? And she said, from that class, this, this, and this, I said, then we're going to do this, this, and this with three panels of three on each of them. What's one more thing you would love to highlight? And she said, well, I really would love to bring in this thing. That's not even in the curriculum. I said, awesome. So we're re. Yeah. You're just redesigning it. Yeah. And and um, and we'll see if it if, if it works. But but my point is, I think that um, we have to reimagine what training looks like and reimagine yeah. what engagement in our market centers looks mm-hmm. like. And it may be far fewer formal training settings yeah. and more um, um, more uh, panels and and yeah just hybrid type things and in fact um i've got an event in june in colorado springs and we're calling it um calling it a workshop Mm -hmm. and it's going to be like panels and masterminds and um activities throughout the day um but it's going to be short and i don't think i'm going back to all day yeah because i don't think people want it and um yeah so we're 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 doing many of those same things in our market center and the other thing that um we're looking at is maybe the win is no longer how many people came and sat in your room maybe the win is you know how many people just came to your market center for the week how many people in my market center we're on a health kick so we are now providing um a healthy uh calorie conscious uh chef prepared fresh lunch to anybody that comes in the market center the refrigerator is stocked and 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 that sounds crazy but um we're doing it to get people to show up and to, and to stick around and to be fed. And um, it's a different way of looking at engagement, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. So I'm just playing with some ideas. I love it. I love that you guys are thinking outside of the box. It it makes me think too. It's like, we see this in other industries, right? You know, where they have those sales. It's like, you know, that department store will have a sale on something and you're just like, they're crazy. They're giving that stuff away. And it's like, well, why are they doing that? Cause they know that if you come in thing, you will engage with the things they want you to engage with. And what I'm hearing you say is like, you're, you're taking that, applying it to the market center saying like, look, we know if they come into the market center, 
they'll engage with what we want them to engage with. And for, as an agent, that means they'll, they'll do activities that grow their business. And that means more company dollar for us. Yeah. And, and uh, so, so a great MCA book that I just read, it's, it's um, perfect for MCAs. Yeah. It's by Nick Sonnenberg and it's called come up for air. Have you heard this? I have not. Nick Sonnenberg. I'm writing it down. Come up for air. So Nick is, um, I love this book. I actually read it because I was going to have him be a speaker for me at an event. Mm. And then I interviewed him and, um, great author, probably not a great speaker. Not a great speaker. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, his book talks about CPR. Mm. C is communication. Like how do we communicate best with our internal teams Mm -hmm. and with our clients? And, And for a market center, I would say internal means the staff. Yeah. Clients means the agents. Mm-hmm. Um, P is project management. Most of us are managing all of our projects on email. Yeah. And yep. that is a, email is a community. It's a C communication tool, not a P project management tool. Right. And then R is resources. Like how do we provide resources that will reduce the number of direct requests to us? Yeah. Um, great book. Uh, very practical ideas. Here's where I'm going with this, though. Um, he he makes this really impassioned plea for reducing meetings such that if something can be, if the meeting is just going to be me teaching you something or me delivering content to you, then is it really a meeting? Yeah. Or, or could it be a Loom right. video or right. a podcast or a something? Mm-hmm. And I know that comes with all sorts, like, like that triggers me. I think, well, no one's going to watch the video. Well, am I really paying attention when you're talking for five hours anyway? Right. So, um, so how many things that we are training on are really unilateral communication? Yeah. And what if engagement from our, for our agents changes to like real just engagement. The, yeah. <laughs> just the fun stuff. Like what yeah. if it's just the fun stuff? Like I sat at, uh, at red day for like four hours, just hanging out with people and doing yeah. things. And I was thinking maybe this is the best way to engage. Yeah. And, and the other stuff, we change it to Kajabi and let people self pace and, mm-hmm. and, and do it differently. I don't know. Um, you and I were just at an event and does anybody from KWRI listen to this <laughs> Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. We were at an event recently where we 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 were in a room for two days, and like, yeah. and I love that. Except that um, there there wasn't a there was some great nuggets, but but ninety percent of that event, I've actually heard that exact same content within the previous three months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of like, Hey, are, how are we evaluating ourselves saying like, how are people actually interacting with our content? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's always a, a reason to interview another agent and, and uh, just like, you know, I'm doing a podcast like you uh, actually, I'm wearing my podcast shirt. Cause yeah. Yeah. So tell drive. us about your, your podcast. I want to make sure you, you get to talk about that. Uh, it's um, it's called Where Entrepreneurs Thrive Using KW's New Purpose Statement. 
Um, I'm interviewing uh, top Colorado leaders and agents on how they're using the KW ecosystem to fuel their entrepreneurial dreams. Mm. And um, so we're on YouTube at the Colorado region. We're on Facebook at the Colorado region. And then we're on Apple and what was the one you said earlier? Spotify um, and Spotify okay. and all those. So it's, it's, uh, it's done like this video. And then we, we do a, a audio version, but um, um, I, I lost my train of thought. Why did I bring that up? Did I bring that up just for a shameless plug? Uh, well, I asked you to bring it up and you were, <laughs> you were just sharing about like, Hey, how are people interacting with our, with our stuff? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I do think that like, I mean, probably four times a week, somebody sends me a podcast episode that just changed their world. Yeah. And I, and I think about like, we may move towards something that's very different mm -hmm. where the face-to-face -face engagement is a lot more about fun and hanging out and less about sitting down with a book, you know? Yeah. I think it's interesting. I love that. I love that, you know, you guys are thinking outside of the box and obviously that's working. You're seeing a lot of engagement around that. Um, so I, I've got a lot of notes here and great ideas that I took away. Um, so I know that everybody else who's listening did too. So seriously, Russ, thank you so much, man. I really do appreciate you um, My pleasure. taking the time to, to come talk to us. So um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the next event that we all get together. <laughs> Absolutely. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode. We hope and trust you learned something today. If you liked what you saw, be sure to like and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our latest content.